Welcome. 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 To winner winner. 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 This is a Player Unknown Battlegrounds podcast. 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 And I am one of your hosts, Robin. And I'm the other host, Arjuna. All right. God. So we have so much to cover this week. Uh, we've been trying to hash out exactly what we can fit into one episode, and we've actually had to delay some things till next week. This seems to be a common problem for us. Um, it is. It's yeah. It's just, this is popping off right now. PUBG is popping off, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, we've got like, for example, uh, Miramar has just hit the test servers on the Xbox, and that's super exciting. After all of the like prerequisite nail biting and servers going down after half an hour and all that good stuff that we've come to expect from playing PUBG, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we've got that map drop which we've actually decided to cover next week yeah in light of some other developments namely there's two things we're going to cover today the first is that we got custom servers which we briefly mentioned last episode and we've been playing around with and having a great time with for the last week and the other thing is this huge uh patch update or notes the notes for the patch just came out today for pc 1.0 patch 12 and it's the biggest patch I've seen, probably by a factor of two. It's massive. It's insane and super exciting. And it's like it's probably about as big in magnitude as the 1.0 release, I would say. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It may be bigger. This is nuts. Yeah, like, it's I'm kinda, huge. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're super stoked about that. I had to like try to stay focused at work today and not just like read and think about what this <laughs> means all day. <laughs> Yeah, me too. As I'm sure many people did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's the intro. Let's um, let's do some of our Patreon shoutouts. Yeah, so, yeah, sounds good. All right, so this last week. Yeah, so this week we we had some very generous folks this last week. So let's give a Patreon shout out to Matt, 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 Matt. Donald, 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 Brian, 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 Brian. Aaron. Aaron, Aaron. You guys are legend. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, so uh, Aaron took you know full advantage of becoming a new patron and he asked a question of the week which why don't you take that away robin all right so he asked during a custom game sesh y'all mentioned having to post content periodically to maintain the server access from bluehole what does this entail and what do you need from the winner winner community to achieve this i love this question that's the first part of his question that we'll address shortly and then the rest of it is Uh, What do you like about the custom server and what would you change? Which mode is your favorite so far? Uh, Thanks for everything, Aaron. Slash Thai guy. Oh, Thai guy. I remember Thai guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll hit like the the last, those last couple of questions a little bit later in our rundown. Mm -hmm. But I love this question about, you know, maintaining the server access and what the community can do. Mm So, yeah, the, here's the deal, guys, is that we've got custom server access, but we're on a trial period of 30 days. And what we need to do is prove to Bluehole and PUBG Corp that we're an awesome community that deserves to keep this custom game access. Yeah, that we, we deserve to be unpaid employees of Bluehole to, to run their custom server games. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> I know, and you put it like that. Mm. Yeah. I would love to be, continue being an unpaid employee of Bluehole and running their custom servers. I, for one, welcome our <laughs> PUBG overlords. Yeah. So um, th- this means a couple of things, and we'll get into some of this in a little more detail later. But the first thing is participation is really key. 
So we would just love to, you know, you guys have been excited about this. We've been excited about this. And now that it's here, let's do it. Let's go. Let's play these games. Um, So, you know, that could just be showing up for our games. We'll be talking about when we have them planned and how you can find out when they're planned. Inviting your friends to the Discord. If you have a squad that you like to play with bring them on in and mm-hmm. you can you know you can play in your same squad but just play in our custom game on mm-hmm. our server which yep. is awesome and i think this is it probably does come down to a numbers game same thing for when we were trying to get custom server access we were trying to show that we had an active discord community and we got that far to get this initial access and now i think what we need to do that one of the things they mentioned that they want in the reports is for us to have screenshots of the lobbies and how many people are engaged and so I think really the best evidence we could give them that we're making good use of it is, is screenshotting lobbies that are full for custom games, which is actually harder to do than I thought in terms of filling mm. it with our own Discord. Yeah, the Discord makes sense, I think, as opposed to the in-game lobby. Right, because right. you can just fill the in-game lobby yeah. with any public people you want. Yeah. Um, but we have been hard, we've been finding it's hard to fill Battle Royale game modes. And yeah. so that is something that... The main reason I would love to see a lot more people taking advantage of this through our Discord is so that we can fill up Battle Royale lobbies and have 100 players in them. Yes. Um, because it, we've been we've been able to do it with 20 to 30 players, and we just speed up some of the circles so there's not a lot of kind of downtime. And that actually works pretty well, but it's just, it's a little different. It's still a little slow, and so um, I would love to see more people just fill it up. So yeah. please invite your friends, um, ha- tell your friends to invite their friends, and then have their friends invite their friends. Totally. And another thing is just if you're playing custom games with us and anything cool goes down, something memorable, just clip it and post it in our custom channel in our Discord server. And that's another thing. Just mm-hmm. any any material that we can use to show that people are loving this and having a good time, mm-hmm. that's going to help us keep this and just grow it. Mm-hmm. So thanks for asking that question. That's a really great question, Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been trying to hash out what would be a good schedule, at least for this next week. We still haven't totally settled on a permanent one. But this next week, we are going to be doing it on Tuesday and Wednesday at 6 p.m. each day. And that's Pacific time. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Mm -hmm. And we'll be doing it till at least 9, we're saying. And we tend to play till like midnight, but we'll say 6 to (laughs) 9. Yeah. Yeah. And then I will also be running one uh, the following weekend after this show comes out. So I'm um, not sure when yet, but when I find out, I'll definitely post it in the Discord to everyone and everyone will know. So just stay posted. So just to give you those dates again, it's Tuesday, May 1st, Wednesday, May 2nd. Those are both going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And then this weekend, uh, April 28th or 29th, we'll almost certainly have like an afternoon game going on one of those days and yeah the best way to stay abreast of this and to know when it's happening is we're going to be updating our discord with it and hopefully we'll get like a slick calendar integration and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so Mm -hmm. we're getting it all laid out i think in both of our hearts robin and i would secretly love to just like run custom servers every night of the week Mm mm-hmm and, and more than likely, I think I could see myself doing that kind of spontaneously every other yes. night, at least. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, like 10 o'clock rolls around and I'm ready to just play some games for an hour and a half. That's it. Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of spontaneous games. So 
it's not just these times, but these are times that you can like put them on your calendar. You can invite yep. your friends. This, you exactly. Really... This is a time like I would say even right now, just just pause this episode, open up your calendar, and for Wednesday and Tuesday, uh, just plug us in there for six o'clock and tell some of your friends about it. And you know, tell them your PUBG, your winner winner guys have a custom server and that we want you. So that would be so much fun. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Do it. All right. So, yeah, dude, let's talk a little bit. So why why should people be excited to come and check this out, Robin? What's going on with the custom servers? Every time we launch a war game custom server and open it to the public, it fills up in like 15 seconds. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. So that just tells you um, anyone, you, can, you guys can go on without us, right? And you can search for custom games um, that are doing war mode. But doing that with your friends is really hard because you both have to join the server at the same time and somehow get in the same squad. And they fill up really fast, so that's very hard to do. And so what we're doing is we'll start private servers and have everyone in our Discord join it with a password. And we have plenty of time to figure out squads and who wants to play with who. And then we'll open it up to public to fill it up if we need to. And so that's, I think, the main appeal yeah i know when custom servers came out and we were joking around that it might make our show obsolete because i think the whole premise of our show is that we have tips and techniques and wisdom for people to get better at the game but there's no way to get better at this game than a lot of practice (laughs) yes and so this allows that uh you just can't do it in battle royale mode and having access to war mode you just there's so much gunplay like i think my sniping skills have noticeably noticeably gotten better in just the last few days because we've Mm -hmm. been doing a lot of sniper mode Mm -hmm. and war mode yeah so that's the the biggest appeal by far i think um Mm -hmm. yeah what sticks out to you yeah so i do i love the war mode and just so you guys know the the little war mode that they did for the event is only like a small percentage of what war mode actually is so that's one of the things i love about the war mode is that we can do it with smgs we can do it with snipers mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. Um, we we tried a pistols only one, which kind of went south. That went south. I think we could do better. Yeah, yeah, we can work on that a mm-hmm. little bit. So you know, we can change the side of size of the circle. So we were experimenting with that. Um, so this just really war mode is really rich, and so we're going to be experimenting a lot more with that. But, you know, to be honest, the thing that excites me most about these custom games is crafting, like, the ultimate battle royale. So what what I'm really excited about doing Mm -hmm. is, and we've done this already a little bit, we've been kind of tweaking it, but doing games where we we take out the guns that everyone doesn't like, right? We just Mm -hmm. remove the shotguns, maybe remove the pistols and the melee weapons and then just run it from there Mm -hmm. and it's just fun it's it's a different experience Mm -hmm. and you know we've experimented we've been doing uh games with three times flag gun spawns Mm -hmm. and those are just really it's like it's like a nice amount of crazy it's It's like christmas every time yeah someone finds one it's so awesome yeah and You really get, you know, you get multiple flares going up at once, and it's just a really interesting way to play the game. So yeah, that's the thing that we've been doing. Right. So doing the choosing the weapons is definitely fun, and a fun way to think about it that we haven't done a whole lot of yet is to think of themes. And so Tequila Sunrise was an example of an yes. event that had a sort of theme, 
and I think and that was just shotguns only. But we were we've always wanted to do cowboy mode, which I'm really surprised yes. we haven't done yet. Which would just be shotguns, Winchesters, and I revolvers. guess all pistols. But because we can't narrow yeah. it down to just revolvers, so we do ah, okay all yeah. pistols, which is great. And yeah, we should definitely do that. I think next time, maybe on Tuesday, uh, we should do at least one round of like cowboy mode. <laughs> yeah, I would love to do that. Yes, mm-hmm. in Miramar. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited about that too. And I feel like so many people have opinions about what would make this game better for them. And so part of what I'm excited about doing is just hearing your opinion. Like, I've always wanted to do this. Okay, let's try a mode and see how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. See how mm-hmm. it feels. So that that's kind of my most exciting possibility here. Right. Um, I think... and. And I'm really open to people wanting to try things and giving us suggestions for custom games. And so if you guys do have ideas for that, maybe a good place to put it would be in our um, custom chat channel, Mm. which is called Custom Musings. And that's where you could post any ideas. I mean, really, you could post it anywhere, but that'd probably be the most appropriate one um, for us to like find it and have discussions about it. Um, Yeah. So yeah, flood it. Just give us some ideas. We'll keep a list and and make sure we're trying things. And of course, when we're just in the custom games, we're always open to people telling us something they want to try. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, we've been doing it kind of like mob rule, you know, what, whatever seems the most popular. Mm-hmm. We just roll with that. But uh, we're working on getting like a more systematic way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you change, Robin? Or what's been challenging about this so far? Well, as as far as administering it goes... There, it took a little bit of time to get used to how to configure the settings. So there's a lot of settings. And what I was doing initially was I would name the server, uh, make it private, and then create it. And then I would that would give people time to join so they're not just like twiddling their thumbs waiting for me to get it up there. And then I would go back and configure it and then save the changes. But it would often, it took me a while to catch on, but once you go back and change it, the settings don't always go through uh, when you go back and change them. And so that was kind of annoying. <laughs> so now I just, I don't do that anymore. I just set everything the way it's supposed to be and then create the server. So it's just a little janky in that way. Um, the, the maintenance of state between the client and what we're working with here and the actual server is, is not tight. So um, that was tricky. Um, how about you? Yeah, I, you know, I noticed that it was just a little buggy and mm. I would really, I, I'm just would like to get some deeper settings the going on. The interface is buggy or the, the gameplay? Um, yeah, the interface. Okay. Like you'll start, like as the person starting it, like you, you start it and then sometimes it looks like it didn't start, but then if you like, you know, you can hit cancel on the screen and it'll take you back to the lobby things like that yeah. so it's it can be just a little difficult to get it set up mm-hmm. and working properly so they mm-hmm. need to work that out but it's actually pretty good considering yeah it's a pretty polished interface right i've noticed that the settings for war mode and for battle royale are very different and that it's much more configurable in battle royale mode than it is in war mode in war mode you just have I'd say like 15 different settings and in battle royale mode there's like 70. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It would be nice to have that feature rich in mm-hmm. both, you know. I'd love to have more weapon control. Yes. In, in war game. 
And I'd actually like to have more more weapon control in Battle Royale too. Mm-hmm. I think I'd love to see just like one layer deeper of power on some of these settings. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why they don't have it yet, but it would just be really nice to be able to get like very very specific meaning like about. individual weapons exactly instead of classes yeah yeah changed individual weapons and and maybe even you know change the kinds of ammo that spawn and all that kind of stuff yeah, so totally i agree i would really enjoy that yeah. but it just depends on how custom you want to get it right because i'd love to change all kinds of shit you know and I, it makes me wonder if just the way they've written the RNG doesn't really allow for fine tuning mm. of each weapon. They might have the RNG loot tables just be by class, and like they don't even when they publish, you know, settings, it might not be specific by weapon, but just by weapon type. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of the basic overview of it. I think it's one of those things that you just when you dive in and you start getting questions and you start figuring out like could we do that? Could we make that happen? That's when we really get to see the power of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited to have the rubber meet the road with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Robin, you you had a little note in here about the Discord, which I'd like to hear. Like the the culture of the Discord and people feeling a little embarrassed. Right. Yeah, so about the Discord... Right. Okay. I'm I'm remembering that um, I've had some people join in the last couple of weeks and they would get on and they'd say like, oh, like, I wasn't sure if I could like join you guys. Like I thought like I wouldn't know. I didn't know I'd be talking to like the podcast people or like the host of the podcast. And you could tell like they had this kind of starstruck feeling about them. And I was just like, it was so funny to me just seeing someone think that I'm like a <laughs> yeah, celebrity. Or <laughs> yeah, if you hung out with us guys, it really paints a different picture. I tell you what. Yeah, we're, we're just stupid enough to like sit in front of microphones and record our inner thoughts about PUBG. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I guess one thing I was noticing is that we have a lot more downloads every week than we do have members in our Discord. And so I found that interesting that there's more people who are willing to download the show than there are to like get in the discord and play with us yeah and so if you are a listener and you're looking for people to play with i would we would love to have you and that's kind of what really this is all about for me i feel like in a way it's like i I like getting on here and speaking my mind on the show but i think it's equally important to me to um to have a community that i actually play with yeah and so that's what we want so totally. join us join us mm-hmm. yeah, we've done a lot of join us talk today yeah <laughs> well there's some good stuff going on man yeah so i just wanted to say i one thing i've noticed is we've had a number of members who join and they'll be like oh i came in and i tried to get a game in with someone and no one responded and mm-hmm. you know that <laughs> felt bad yeah and i agree that that can definitely happen And so one thing I've noticed is that whenever someone actually hops into a voice channel and starts playing, Mm -hmm. like typically that's like an advertisement for other people to come and show up. Exactly. And I've noticed that as soon as someone actually just takes that step of getting in a channel by themselves and firing up the game and just playing a few rounds, Mm -hmm. almost always someone's going to join you. Yeah. So that's like my little tip. And I mean, I, I mean, it happens for me and maybe it's because I'm one of the hosts, but I feel like I see it a lot with other people in the discord too. Yeah. You know, and I have to say, I kind of get it. Like I never jumped onto random discords before. Yeah. Tried to totally. join strangers. Yeah. So. It, it can be a little intimidating. Yeah, totally. But I will say, 
I'm I'm not just saying this because it's my baby, but like our community is the most welcoming and nicest community I've played on. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that from a lot of people that we yeah. play with. Yeah. It's awesome to hear. It's a really good group. And we have especially, there's like some really, really friendly folks who hover around a lot. And uh, like some of our, you know, people who participate in the games more who are just like really extra nice. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like you're in good hands here. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised how many international people are in our Discord. Yes, yes. Um, which I'm stoked about. We've had a number of European players joining recently who are kind of all asked the same question like, oh, are there any other European players here? Am I going to be able to find players? The answer is yes, yep. because there's a lot of you and you're all asking the same question. Mm-hmm. So, and actually I'm just working right now on a bot which will allow you to self-assign roles for different uh, kind of main time zone regions in the world. Uh, and that might help people to actually locate other players who are in that same time zone. Mm. So I haven't fully figured that out yet because I'm still learning Discord, but we'll mm-hmm. be rolling that out at some point. That's awesome. Yeah. So just another quick thought here before we move on. Um, a little discussion popped up on the Discord today about whether Ethernet connection makes a difference over Wi-Fi. Mm. And this just kind of blew my mind because I thought that it was like, like hardcore gaming 101 yeah that it's just required who, who to have kids? an ethernet who connection. are these kids <laughs> so apparently we have a contingent of players out there who are playing PUBG over a wi-fi connection what the hell are you thinking and <laughs> i'm i'm not trying to demean you guys but i just want to let you know i mean if you've been having problems with this game i guarantee that your wi-fi is contributing to yeah. it yeah I have so little tolerance for leggy games that yeah, when I, I, I think it was step one when I started to try to game online a while back, I tried it on Wi-Fi and I ran into this problem immediately because I've never had good Wi-Fi hardware. Yeah. Um, if you have awesome Wi-Fi hardware, it might not be a problem, but I have yet to run into Wi-Fi hardware, even like people who are IT people and say that their wi- Wi-Fi is amazing. I've never had it perform up to yeah, the specs that I expect. It's never as fast. And um, so, yes, definitely get on Amazon, buy yourself a $12 Ethernet cable. And while you're at it, buy a network switch, which is like 10 bucks, And think about what you might want to connect to Ethernet in your house. Um, yeah. It's literally plug and play. You get the Ethernet, you plug it into the switch, and then you have like four jacks coming out, and you can just put Ethernet everywhere. It's yeah. awesome. It makes a huge difference. I've actually run some tests doing a download speed test on Wi-Fi in our house. And then when we have a pretty good connect, like a solid connection in our house and then versus Ethernet and it's the Ethernet's like five times faster. Yeah. I mean, it's redonkulous. I think Wi-Fi is a joke, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's good for, like, checking Facebook and browsing the web, right? right? Mm-hmm. Downloading small files. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you need to do anything high performance, and PUBG is high performance, mm-hmm. um, you really need that, like, fine-grained, quick response. So if you find that your, like, map is loading really slow on the Xbox, or if you find that there's a lot of... You know, you're getting killed after you ran around a corner, stuff like that. I think the Ethernet could make a huge difference for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's worth it. Get that 50-foot cable, get some cable runners, put it up the wall along the ceiling. You know, once once you have it installed, you'll never notice it it again. It takes like 20 minutes. I put 100 feet in to get from my downstairs living room up to my bedroom. Yeah. And it took about 20 minutes to do, so. Yeah, it's really simple. It makes 
the world of difference mm-hmm. just go ahead and do it do it all right robin all right so what's next the moment we've been waiting for i think it's time oh, yeah we, oh my god the patch update the patch update so you've been putting this off from your work day and now you can just sink into the ocean yes. that is patch notes so what's happening with pc patch 12 oh my god i mean i, I can try to summarize it um <laughs> <laughs> we've been hearing murmurs from PUBG about weapon balancing so that's the first part they go over which we will go over in somewhat of a depth depthful manner depthful um it's a lot of points to cover there some changes to the weight of throwables and grenades and also the effect of frags we're going to talk about some character movement changes they've made other balancey stuff for your items new weapon new weapon yep slr gonna go over that mm-hmm. map selection map selection a new car Hey-o. can we get like the prices right like just a sound in there like and a new car <laughs> i'd love to give you that a new car a new car that's in miramar only it's a muscle car i'm fucking stoked about mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. um me too and a bunch of new attachments like i'm just flabbergasted at how much shit they put yeah. in this new this massive new stuff new for scopes. boats and swimming yeah oh my god settings yeah well, dude, let's just dive in, yeah. man. All let's right. let's take this from the top. Deep breath. Deep breath. Okay. So, our weapon feature this week is the weapon damage balance, which is changing. So, they've changed the damage of just about most of the weapons in this game. Yeah. Now, when I look at this chart, there's a lot of things like weapons have just been buffed or nerfed by like one point. Yeah. No, dude, I didn't. I hadn't heard the term buff a lot until recently. Yeah, and I had only heard nerfed because people yeah. like to talk like talk shit about things being nerfed more. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, totally it kills with this all the time. And no, I don't. They nerfed it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, buffed. If you didn't know, it just means making it better. You probably know that. Yep. Anyway. Buffing, nerfing. Mm-hmm. That two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. You know. So the thing that stood out to me most about this was that they have radically buffed the pistols. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about this change because I feel like the pistols have just been such throwaway weapons in this game. I feel like they've been so much worse than just about all the other weapons. Mm-hmm. And I just like this. I feel like that they have acknowledged that and they want to make the pistols a little more relevant. Mm-hmm. That's what I take from this. Yeah, man. This is great. Um, notably, the P92, pretty much all the pistols have been risen five damage points from before. Yeah, except for the Glock. Yep. Yeah. And we just did an episode on pistols. And it's notable that now the P92 is at 35 damage, which means a th- three hits on a non-armored opponent in the chest will kill him, which is yes. crazy to me. Yes. Like, this That's thing awesome. is not a pea shooter anymore. No. Um, of course, if they have armor, you're going to have to sling a lot more... Uh, large peas at them now that they're bigger and um yeah i'm like i'm actually pretty stoked like you were talking about what weapons we wouldn't want to have in our custom games and i'm like i'm feeling good about having pistols in them mm-hmm. now yeah i want to yeah. try these out agreed yeah yep let's save the ars for last okay so shotguns it, strangely they nerfed 
the the two um, classic shotguns, the double barrel and the pump. Yeah. Which is interesting, but only by one damage point from yeah. uh, 25 down to 24, and that's right. damage per pellet. Right. Now, notably, what this means, I think, Robin, does this mean that you're not going to be able to one-shot someone with level 3 armor anymore? I feel like that might be the case. Hmm. That's a very good point. Yeah. Because um, I think it was like 103 damage or something. Right, before. I think it was just barely. Yeah. So yeah, I think your, your chances of one-shotting people are going to go down a little bit. Just yeah. for your level 3 armor, though. Yeah, yeah. So right now, let's just go over the tables. Yeah. And then there's some finer detail in the notes below. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and so the sawed-off yeah. is the same, SK-12 is the same, S12, S12K mm -hmm. rather. Now, down in the SMGs, it looks like the SMGs have all received, except for the Tommy gun, they've all received a one-point damage buff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, very again, modest. Not huge, but it does make a little difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the pretty pretty drastic change to the SKS, though. This is one of the most drastic changes. Yeah. Aside from the pistols. Yeah, as they brought it from 57 down to 53. Yeah. Which is interesting, because so I didn't really like using that gun that much before. <laughs> so It wasn't super popular. I guess if you get all the attachments, it's fine, which I you know, don't always have. But yeah. so you definitely want all the attachments now. Like Just like yes. if you think you might want an SKS in a game, just pick up all the attachments ahead of time. Yeah. So when you pick it up, it's actually useful. Um, right. This gun, I think, is terrible without them. Mm-hmm. Well, and I wonder if they're nerfing it a little bit because they want to differentiate it from the SLR, you mm. know? So th this new weapon, the SLR, is looks like it's going to do 58 damage mm -hmm. per hit. Right. So it's basically going to do about as much damage as the SKS used to do. Yeah, good point. Mm. Which yeah. is kind of like, oh, I'm like, oh, a little bummed out to see that. Because they had mentioned in the notes that it's more damaging yeah than the sks which is definitely true after this takes effect um, yeah but i don't think if we're used to the sks the way it was and so we're, it's not like we're going to pick up the slr and be like oh yeah like this is doing a lot more than <laughs> <laughs> exactly. the sks is ritually exactly so all right vss got buffed by one point from 40 to 41 mk14 is the same and the mini got a one point buff from 45 to mm. 46 yeah lmgs Yep, so the DP actually got a two-point buff, which is pretty cool. This means that you can now down an unarmored opponent in three shots. I mean, sorry, in two shots mm -hmm. instead of three. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah and then like the M249 got a one damage buff as well. That's great. Mm -hmm. And then over to the ARs. Now, this is what the, the weapon balance was really all about, the way all these guns stack up against the AR class. Because um, what we see is everyone just goes for ARs in the yeah. game. And furthermore, they go for the M416. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just by a landslide. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think Wacky Jackie did a video on the M4 versus the AUG. Mm. And the M4 outperformed it on every, almost every measure. <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing. Isn't it? Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah. So all of the 5.56 millimeter ARs have received a one point um, nerf. Right. From 44 damage down to 43. So that's the M16A4, the M416, the SCAR-L, and the AUG have all gone from 44 down to 43 damage. It's their yeah. base damage. Mm -hmm. So pretty small adjustment, but th that compared with the stat changes in the other guns, 
I think it's relatively that everything else is a little more valuable, and these are a little less valuable now. Yeah, frankly. just just very incrementally. Yeah, I still I still think the ARs are going to be, you know, the most desirable weapon in a lot of cases. Mm. We'll see, man. But, I don't know. And, yeah, and then the the S. SKS will be the least desirable weapon in all situations. <laughs> <laughs> that hurts my heart a little bit. I got mad love for the SKS. I know. I, I, I hated that gun anyway. Get out of here, SKS. <laughs> so, okay, but this is interesting. So if we if we go down a little in these patch notes, uh-huh. they talk about how they've rebalanced the assault rifles. So none is the objective best, which is in their words. The power differential between each is now reduced. Um. So, and I'm just going to jump down and read about that in the notes here. So okay. it seems like they've they've increased the reload time by 30% for the SCAR-L, the M16A4, and the M416. Mm-hmm. So that's all of the ones that you can find on the map. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, that's a, that's a massive reload time, Yeah, by that's the way. basically, it was the amount that the quick draw reduced it by. Yes, Yes. So now getting an extended, getting a quick draw mag is going to bring it back down to normal, basically. Right. What we were used to. Exactly. Yeah. So I think this is going to be really noticeable. It's going to be probably a little painful to get mm-hmm. used to. Yeah. And I like that they they re- increased the reload time of the AKM by only 10%. Yes, exactly. So I think we're looking at, I think it's about four seconds standard reload time for the ARs. Mm. For those ARs, right? And then I, I don't think it's that long. I th- I think we will be looking at that now. Okay, I see um, what you mean. Yeah, I think it was right around like three. Got it. Before okay. and yeah, so maybe even a little more. Mm-hmm. And so now we're looking at about four seconds. And so for the AK, on the other hand, we'll probably be looking at just over three. Right. So. Yeah, and then this next point as well, it says they increased the vertical and horizontal recoil for all the ARs except the AKM. So basically, they're not really making the AK better, they're just making the rest of them worse. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I do as well, quite frankly. I've been because for the AK to like come out on top. Yeah, I think it's going to make the AK better, and quite frankly, I do think that all of the other assault rifles were a little too easy to control, like mm-hmm. especially the M4. Like if someone was really good with the M4, it was just such an advantage. Just a little laser. Yeah. Game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The scar is it was, was bouncy. I felt like a little more. Yeah. Could be hard to control on full auto. Yeah. I just tried it out today very briefly in the test server and yeah it definitely it took a little bit more control but mm-hmm. i was still able to get people mm-hmm. uh, at full auto at about 100 120 feet nice so yeah but it's bouncy you gotta fight it yeah yeah i i think this is a great change i'm excited about it mm-hmm. so they also decreased the recoil recovery rate for all the ars so I think that that's that's an important note there. Like okay. if you're doing if you're doing short bursts with any of these ARs, it's going to take longer for them to relax out of that basically. Wait, decreased recoil recovery rate. Oh, actually no no no, yeah. so that's the opposite then, yeah. right? So th- okay. and this is a pattern we're seeing in these patch notes is a lot of things are increasing recoil or we see increased recoil and then we see decreased recoil recovery. So the way we can think of it is recoil is the action of the gun bouncing up, the barrel bouncing upwards, and then recovery is the time it takes for it to fall back down to its yeah. natural resting position. Yeah. 
And so we're seeing a higher bounce, but then a quicker fall. Right. Yeah. Right. Generally. And anecdotally, what this is going to do is it's going to favor short bursts and it's going to favor single tapping. Mm -hmm. It's basically going to make both of those things slightly more effective than they used to be. Yeah. And it's going to highly increase spraying and praying. (laughs) Yeah. Which, you know, we can all agree is the best part of this game. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) I wouldn't get anywhere without spraying and praying in this game. No, no. I, I do more praying, really, than spraying. I mean, really, that is what this... It's like you literally spray and pray to the RNG gods that you do. the bullets will like, hit your yeah, target. You do. I I mean, I've had times when I'm pretty sure that God reached down and redirected my off-axis bullets into someone's head. <laughs> I've, I've seen that happen. Yeah, I feel so. like I've been on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. more often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just one more note, yeah. um, you can no longer put an 8x and up scope on any AR. Yeah. So that's big. That's crazy. Yep. So it's, they're all going to feel like the M16 now. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And new recoil animations for yeah. all ARs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true for all the weapon classes, probably, mm. most of them. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. Pistols, real quick. Uh, increased damage, of course. We went over that. Mm-hmm. Shotguns. This is cool. Increased limb shots modifier. Shooting limbs now does more damage. Which I think is an excellent change because yeah. so many of your pellets do end up hitting random parts of the body. Mm-hmm. And it feels bad, man. It feels bad when you like hit the entire lower parts of someone's body with your shotgun spray and it doesn't kill them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I cry a little every time. <laughs> so definitely going to be trying pistols and shotguns out more Yeah. with this. The pellet spread is reduced by 25%. So basically everything is like pre-choked and then you can still choke it. It's like half choked, basically. (laughs) It's crazy, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shotgun chokes can now be attached to the sawed-off, which I'm like really looking forward to. Yes. The spread on that thing is insane. It's insane. It's going to make this weapon a lot more relevant. I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. All right, SMGs. Yeah. They've also increased the limb shots modifier, so a little more damage to the body when you hit the limbs on the Mm. smgs as well that's good news um for the spraying smgs in particular like the uzi even the ump is kind of bouncy yeah um however with this they if you read a little further down they say they decrease the vertical recoil on all smgs damn which is awesome holy shit yeah i wonder if we're gonna see the ump perform kind of how it used to yes this could be i we could be seeing a power shift back towards smgs yeah i think we're gonna see some strong up action yeah and the vector might start to become a real house as well yeah Mm -hmm. of course they increase the damage of those except for the tommy gun decreased recoil and scope sway when moving in ads um that's pretty cool yeah that is cool if you're like aim down sight and you're traversing down a hall or strafing or something like that you're a little more stable than you were before yeah that's nice yep exactly and then ooh, increase the ads transition speed as well of the smgs right that is awesome yeah so i think that 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 just really bringing out some of the advantages that should exist with smgs i'm so stoked about this yeah it's just like i'm never gonna feel like oh i just like i have an ump like where's my ar yeah well, hopefully, right? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully these changes together will all be meaningful enough. We'll see. In a week, I might be like, nah, the ARs are still way better. Nah, M4. <laughs> M4 all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, with the DMRs, um, yeah, we already talked about the 
the uh, slightly increased damage. Again, it looks like they've just increased the head, body, like the limb damage all over mm. for all the weapons. Mm-hmm. They have also increased the vertical and horizontal recoil for all DMRs. So mm-hmm. that's that's a big thing to note. A little bit like the ARs, but also like the ARs, they've decreased the recoil recovery rate. Right. So I think this is actually pretty exciting because clearly you are single tapping these DMRs anyway. Right. So this might actually overall make them easier to use. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. I was, I'm kind of sad that they did it for all of them. Yeah. I definitely wanted to keep the distinction between the Mini and the other DMRs as right. kind of distinct. Because I, when the Mini first came out, it was so fun to spam with it. But yeah. of course, it felt a little bit OP as well. I still love spamming with it at even like close and medium range. It's so effective. Um, but it's going to be a little harder to do. Yes. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, they have an other guns category here. It looks like they slightly increased the damage of the DP and M249, restricted the big scopes, 8X and up, for use with LMGs. So this means that you can't put an 8 or 15 times on the M249. Yeah. And now here's the point. This is yeah. probably the most important point in this whole... All right, all here we go, here we go. They've reduced the crossbow reloading time from 4 to 3.5 seconds. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. that is not a game changer (laughs) i mean they could have just released a patch that did only that and i I think the whole world would have rejoiced yeah this is this is it brandon green would be paraded (laughs) through the streets on the shoulders this is the second time they've reduced the reload time for this by the way yeah um they're just gonna keep buffing it until it's a usable why not it's (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so hard to get kills with oh soon it'll be like the half-life crossbow yeah. Yeah. I mean, just put some exploding tips on it. Why don't you? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like homing, exploding tips. Mm-hmm. Or just have them do like 20 damage against vehicles. You know, just something ridiculous. <laughs> like two shot a UAZ and it explodes. There you go. Uh huh. Yeah. That would help with our win a winner achievement. Yeah. <laughs> So it also they've adjusted weapon sway for all weapons. So they've slightly increased side to side movement, and they said sway is now more pronounced when holding your breath. This is this is interesting. What do you, how do you think this is going to affect the game, Robin? So this I remember, yeah. And sway is now pronounced when holding your breath. Uh, the first thing I thought of when I read this was sniping, and mm. particularly long range yes. sniping, when you're trying to line up a shot on someone at two, three hundred meters and further. Yes. So like this, like think I've seen someone like running around on a hill and maybe they're in a firefight and they're, they're running around in circles and they stop every once in a while to line up a shot. Mm-hmm. When you hold your breath to try to hit them, you're still going to have to fight some sway Yeah. to land on target. Now, I don't actually think it's going to be a big deal at 200 meters, but 400 meters and, and past that, it's going to be really hard. Right. Um, so I think th- this, the small effect here, I'm not sure how big of an effect it'll be, but it will bring things a little tighter and we're going to be a little bit less effective at range. Right. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they've made the cheek pads a little more effective 
um, just for all swaying, hmm. which is really cool, I think. I think there's, we've always had a slight conjecture as to what the cheek pad actually did. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. just kind of makes it prove its worth. Yeah, yeah. that's it. It just, yeah, I mean, that's kind of nice. It makes it feel um, less, indi- more indispensable. More yes, yes. <laughs> less dispensable. Less dispensable, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> so some pretty massive changes to the throwables here. Mm-hmm. So um, interestingly, they were saying grenade damage was greatly dependent on fall damage, which I actually didn't know. Mm-hmm. So the, the further you were pushed by the explosion, the more damage you took. And so they've re- they've removed that effect, and now it's just, like, purely explosion damage. Mm-hmm. So... That's so... I'm kind of sad, because yeah, I me loved too. hitting people with a grenade and watching... Knocking them out from behind cover was the yes. most fun thing ever. Yes. Right? I like, agree. they're behind a tree and you nade them, and then they get thrown 10 feet to the side, and you just lay into them. <laughs> it's, like, the best type of kill ever. Yeah. Yeah. Super satisfying. It's just having that visual reaction was yeah. so clutch. I loved it. Right. Yeah. I see why they did this, uh-huh. in a way. I've actually had kills stolen from me by gravity, because I'll hit them with a nade, and they'll survive the nade, but they'll get flung, like, 20 feet, and they'll die <laughs> oh, yeah. and it won't credit me with the kill. <laughs> yeah, that's super obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, so it, I think what this means is that they're changing the grenade from, like, a blowy-uppy grenade to, like, more of a frag, you know, like, throwing shrapnel kind of a grenade, mm-hmm. right? Which wouldn't, that in real life, that wouldn't really throw you very far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but but his, this was an equally massive change to me, is that they've increased the weight of the frag grenade by 50%. Yeah. Which is massive. And they've actually increased it to higher now than the Molotov cocktail. Right. So do you remember me complaining that I didn't carry mollies because they were too heavy yeah. and they were heavier than frags? Yeah. Well, that's all changed. Yeah. This is nice. I kind of wish they would have made the molly even smaller. Yeah, um, me too. So they, they put the frag from 12 cargo up to 18. That's huge. Yep. So that's that 50% increase. And the mollies dropped from 18 down to 16. Right. So molly's still big, still, still heavy. Big. Mm-hmm. Uh, smoke and stun grenades. Um, the smoke has been brought from 16 to 14, and the stun from 14 to 12. Right. So the stun is the smallest, which is, is nice. That's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the hardest to use. Actually, right. again, with the molly. It's so hard to use mollies, yeah. man. Yeah, but I think I'm going to be trying them more now. You know, so, I'm glad cool. to hear that um, mm-hmm. because I definitely want our squad to do, like, coordinated molly throws at, yeah. at other squads. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You're, wouldn't that be amazing? I think that might be the strength of these. It's just, that like, filling be. a whole apartment floor with fire. Wow. <laughs> Well, I wonder if you... So if you land two mollies on the same person, like, does it double the damage? I wonder. I doubt it. That would yeah. be cool. Yeah. That would be dope if it did, though. Hmm. I don't know. That's yeah. A, that's actually plausible to me. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Interesting. So what about this character movement here? All right. So it looks like they've decreased the movement speed when holding SRs, LMGs, and shotguns. So you're going to move a little slower when holding the big guns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your equipped weapon affects both your sprinting speed and your running normal movement speed. So mm-hmm. I guess that's implying that crouch and walking aren't affected. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe crouch running is, but not not walking. All right. Yeah. We've removed the first short delay when your character is not sprinting. 
That's a shot, shot delay. delay. Okay, I was that's, like, that's, that's, that I don't really understand that statement. Okay, chambering a new round in certain weapons, M24, Car 98, S1897, S686, the shotties, no longer limits you to walking speed while aiming down sight. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. What? <laughs> the the one that interests me out what of does all that of these. Mean? Hold on. I tried to I tried to figure this one out earlier too. I just had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> I've just never observed this. I mean, you always walked slowly when you ADS. Exactly. So I don't like, really I don't get this at I, all. No one is sprinting while they're aiming down sight at no. any time. No. All right. Anyway. But this last one, the amount your camera shakes after being shot, it's called aim punch. I never knew that. Now depends on the amount of damage being received. That's awesome. Yeah, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. I think that they had a rough correlation for this in the past with the body impact power. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it's going to be a much more linear relationship now. Mm -hmm. So in other words, the VSS is not going to have more aim punch than, you know, I don't know the vector or something yeah it just and it depends on where you get hit and what you're getting hit by right right so if you get hit with the pistol in the foot you're going to get very little aim punch but if yes. you get shot with the car 98 in the head like who knows maybe you're looking behind you now like i, I don't know <laughs> it's gonna be more aim punch yeah yeah you're gonna get jostled it's gonna be a falcon punch <laughs> you can edit that out um so yeah, that's that's exciting. I this is a part of the game that I've been really interested about and I think everyone should pay attention to this cuz it really matters. Like, you know, it it can really make the difference between winning and losing a firefight. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, another reason to use the AKM too is yes. it's got that higher body yes. impact power. and the DP. Yeah. Right? This big big incentive to use the DP. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So now speaking of the other item balance, they've made some very, very interesting changes. And I think these might be controversial. So level three helmets and sniper rifle quick draw and extended quick draw magazines, all, all three of those are only going to spawn in care packages. So I'm a little bit surprised by the, the magazines. I didn't think that they were super OP myself. I didn't either. I'm really yeah. surprised by this. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I, I felt like, for example, the VSS, mm -hmm. the only way I would, like, really exactly. feel stoked about having that gun is if exactly. it had an extended mag. Yeah, or really the SKS, you yeah. know? It's like, the SKS is a bit of a gimpy weapon without the mag. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that surprises me a little. What do you think about this level three helmet change? I'm kind of stoked about it, to yeah? be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Why I think are you stoked? Well, it's, I just like that I can get the one-shot headshot on most players now. Because mm, mm -hmm. uh, there's not going to be enough airdrops to make up for the quantity that they're taking out of the map. Yes, that's right. And the people who are going for those drops, it's an extra reward for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, high mm -hmm. risk, high reward. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I just like it. Fewer level three helmets, it means everyone's a little softer. It just sucks when you're like a level two helmet going up against level three. Yeah. And they get like a lucky bounce headshot on you and you're yes. just like hitting them all day. And yeah, <laughs> two, still alive. two headshots versus one is not good odds. It mm -hmm. really is not. Yep. Yeah. So, so. I'm stoked about that. Um, I just I, I think it feels in a way like the the playing field is leveled a little bit yeah. there. Yeah. Um and there's there's that. less chance involved in getting that extra armor. Um you just have to go get the eardrops. Mm -hmm. So Yeah, agreed. And I think 
This actually reminds me of the way the game felt when I first started playing it. I feel like level three helmet spawns in the world seemed very rare to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like around 1.0, they really increased the number of the amount of level three armor in the world. Mm -hmm. I remembered when I first played this game, I was like, oh my God, a level three helmet in this care package. I'm so lucky <laughs> is the way it felt. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's that feeling will be returned. Good. Yeah. So now check check out this other stuff, man. So the respawn rate uh, for the AR extended quick draw mags is going to be reduced. Mm -hmm. That's a big change. So that's another little nerf to ARs. Yep, exactly. And a little buff to DMRs is that they'll now be able to accept AR attachments. Yep. So magazines, compensators. That is crazy. That along is. with SR attachments. Yes. That is nuts to me. I've never. Yes. We haven't seen crossing of categories like that much in this game. No. So it's a little surprising to me. No, totally. Yeah. So I'm I'm curious though. So if you can put AR magazines into DMRs. Does that, like, is that only going to increase them by 10? I think it's, my guess is it's going to increase them by the same amount it did before. Yeah. And I even wonder if aesthetically, when you equip it into an SR, like if you have an extended quick draw magazine for an AR and you put it on your SKS, I bet it's going to look like the short extended quick draw for mm. an SR. Yeah, um, I wonder. I bet the aesthetics will change once mm -hmm. that is equipped. Yeah, wonder about because it would look it would look pretty awkward. I think to have a banana clip coming out of a VSS, like it just <laughs> that just looks weird. Hey man, all I'm gonna say is the Groza exists. All right, okay. that's all I'm gonna say. That the Groza awesome. exists, man. <laughs> So adrenaline syringes are now going to spawn yes. rarely in the world. I played for about 30 minutes earlier today and I found one. Just okay. Just around. It was great. I think this is awesome. Yep, me too. Yep. Super stoked. And they're also buffing the adrenaline a little bit. So it now takes only six seconds instead of eight seconds That's to awesome. apply. Very yeah. good. I mean, the, God, the, the um, painkillers take six seconds, don't they? Something like that. So, yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's It is dope. a syringe, should be fast. All right, and then gameplay, it looks like along with the balance changes, we're introducing a new weapon, a new vehicle, and a ton of new weapon attachments. So let's get into the new weapon. Here's oh, a, yeah, yeah, a picture yeah. of it. Um, mm -hmm. If you guys haven't seen it yet, look up an, an, an image or some videos. I haven't even seen video of this thing in action yet. This thing is huge. I saw it equipped on somebody and it extended from their knee like up to the back of their head. It, it doesn't look that big when you yeah. see a picture of it just by itself. Yeah but it has this really long barrel, very beefy looking barrel. God, it kind of looks like an ump that's just been stretched out. No, that's not true. I'm trying to figure out how to describe this thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like a DP, but without the record on top. Right. <laughs> and it's just a totally different gun. Very, It's all black. There's no wood or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it almost looks like the M16's bigger brother or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So we this, don't know guns. yeah, dude, <laughs> I was going to be more excited about this until I learned that it's basically just what the SKS used to be. Yeah. It's kind of what it seems like it's going to be to me. I'm like most excited just to like hear how it sounds yeah. and see how it feels. Yeah, exactly. In terms of its actual use, I think we can see that it fits really well into that kind of SKS category. Yeah. Um, it looks like it's a little more damaging and has more recoil. And mm -hmm. so... That's rough because I thought the SKS was really it, hard. It had enough recoil. recoil. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't. Um, yeah. It, from the looks of it, this doesn't look like it has an underrail attachment. Mm. Um, yeah, that's interesting. 
I hope it'll take a muzzle attachment. Right. And of course it'll take a scope. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I expect it would take all scopes. So I'm excited to get my hands on that. Just try it out. Mm-hmm. So what about this new vehicle? Okay, God. So this, th- like there's some decisions they've made in PUBG where it seemed like they intentionally made the game like kind of boring and drab. And I think the one of the strongest cases for that is the vehicle choices they've made. And yeah. this is remedying that a little bit because this is a muscle car. It fits four people. I was afraid it would only fit two when I saw mm, the picture. but kind of looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does yeah. fit four. Um, and it looks like kind of like an old Mustang, only mm-hmm. a little beefier, like an early 70s Mustang, I'd say, more or less. And it's I've heard that it sounds like a really old muscle car without a muffler, like super loud. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be turning my sound down. Maybe. I yeah. hope we don't have to, but... yeah. Yeah, I've heard mm-hmm. it's really loud. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they say this thing's built for the highway. Probably won't do off-road super well, but it's going to do the highway better than anything. I kind of want to drag race it against a motorcycle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, custom server access, yeah. my brother. <laughs> you know, what I'm actually really hoping for is that the acceleration is so strong that you can burn out and fishtail. Ooh. That <laughs> yeah. it's like the kind of fun that I love in video games and yeah. I would just love to see come to this game. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll I mean the Bronco it. already does that when you're holding down the boost. So When you start? Well, oh, I see what you mean. Like if you accelerate too fast it'll fishtail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got it. Yeah. That's a, that's a neat idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Where you have to do like a little bit of speed control and not like mm. go out of control. Mm. That's a great idea. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, man. All right, so let's talk about these new attachments. Oh, God. I, this We had no idea this was coming. I right? know. Like, this, this was just completely off guard. Total surprise yeah. and a delightful one. So what's the, what's the first one? All right, so the duckbill is a new shotgun attachment, and it reduces vertical pellet spread but increases horizontal bullet spread. I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> Who's going to want this? I just don't understand. I think that the cool thing about shotgun spread, like if you're on target, having vertical spread would be cool. And, right. And reduced. Great. It'd be cool if you could twist it. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could you could decide what kind of spread you want. <laughs> um, that would be fun. Yeah. Because if you're on target, it is there's a chance that your pellets could spread off to the sides. If even if you're directly on, so some of your pellets might go to the right of them, some of the pellets That's might it. go left. If you put the duckbill on, it, there's even a greater chance of your pellets going off to the sides. Right. Now, I think the the perk to this is similar to why I sometimes don't want to choke on my shotgun, yeah. which is I don't always aim good. <laughs> right. <laughs> And so this is going to kind of increase the chances that you're going to hit some of your pellets. But what's the point? If you're going to miss, just miss. You know, like hitting them with two pellets is not going to get you the kill. That's the thing for Mm me is that, you know, the the killing people with the shotgun is all about landing as many of those pellets as you can. Mm -hmm. So I just, to me, I'm going to have to try this out. But my initial take is I actually don't want to use this Mm -hmm. thing. I wonder if we'll be able to put it on the sawed off. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder too. I'm definitely going to try it. Put it on, shoot some walls, see what we're looking at. Whoa, this is interesting. No, look, it says it right here. It's attachable to the pump and the S12. Oh, I see. So that's really interesting. Huh, but not the double barrel or the sawed off. Yeah. 
Okay. So that that makes it, yeah. You know, spamming with spamming with the S12, with the S12 I can see help. that being kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another thing I'm thinking of, this isn't a really common use case, but having an increased uh, pellet spread could actually help shooting people out of cars. So Whoa. Yeah. Huh. Or if you're taking on a squad, you know, people... You're saying if you're shooting at, like, head level in cars? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh-huh. You know, it can be hard to land your shots exactly, but if it's, like, four people in a car and you have this attachment, it might really mm. help you to just dish out that damage or i guess if, if someone's moving at like 20 feet yeah there's a better chance you're gonna hit them with some of that spread yeah okay so it might make the s12 like We're, more of a yeah. like a room clearer kind of a gun mm. you know Mm. Yeah, interesting. Okay. We're, we're talking ourselves into it a little bit. <laughs> All right. We will report back. Yeah, there's some new grips. Uh, apparently, so three many of them? grips. Oh dude. my god, so uh, many grips. First one listed is the light grip. It reduces recoil recovery time, but increases vertical and horizontal recoil. So that again, that effect we're seeing in multiple places here, where we see a faster recovery of recoil, but more recoil. This is so right. weird. Getting right. a, a grip that increases your recoil. Yeah, I didn't know such a thing existed. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. the big question is, you know, it takes a certain amount of time for your gun to bounce, and then another certain amount of time for it to fall back to resting position. And the sum of those two is, it, I wonder if it's the same with this grip or if it's shorter than it is without it. Right. So like, yeah. if you equip this grip, are you going to have an overall faster recoil pattern? so that you can line up that next shot more quickly. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to mean. I think that does mean that because the the recoil portion of the animation is the faster part. Yeah. And then falling back down to resting is a little bit slower usually. So Right. Okay. So, yeah, I think this is going to favor bursts and single tapping. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and this is attachable to ARs, SMGs, and DMRs. Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, the next one is the thumb grip. Reduces vertical recoil, but increases horizontal recoil. And it also increases the recoil recovery time. So where are we going to want to use this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. It, I'm not sold, you know? Uh-huh. I'm really not. Reduces vertical recoil. So I guess, again, with the single shot firing, yeah, you're going to be calibrating horizontally between shots. And when you have that vertical recoil, it's easier to lose tracking on your target. And so it might be easier to track at longer range with this, but you still have to readjust horizontally to yeah. get that, those following shots. And so... I don't know. I just don't know how this yeah. is going to affect things. I'm curious the difference between like the thumb grip and the vertical grip, right? I wonder if this has a greater vertical reduction to compensate for that horizontal recoil, because otherwise the vertical grip would just be better. Yeah. So I'm Mikey, really Jackie, we need that. you. Yeah, where's the WJ? <laughs> oh man, he's going to go to town. He is going to have so much coming out oh my He's goodness got homework to do oh stay my, yeah. posted yeah so what about this last grip robin all right so this last one is called the half grip and it reduces the vertical and horizontal recoil thank god and also reduce it reduces recoil recovery time this thing is fucking awesome so, hallelujah <laughs> this is like actually a grip i want to use half grip okay this yeah. does it all um mm-hmm. frankly it sounds i know that the angled foregrip and the vertical foregrip they both reduce vertical and horizontal recoil as well to differing yeah. degrees. Yeah. And I wonder if those have any effect on recoil recovery time. I don't remember them having that effect. 
Yeah. So this is potentially the best grip in the game, which is cool. Yeah, that that might be the case. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see. I wish they gave us numbers, but... So the degree to which the half grip affects vertical and horizontal recoil is going to be a factor. Mm-hmm. But if it's anywhere around 20%, like it is for the angled and vertical, then it's a it's a good choice. Yeah. Because those, those don't affect the recoil recovery that I know of. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, this kind of annoys me a little bit because I feel like I already like spend enough time thinking about which grip I want to use. <laughs> and can you imagine having three other grips oh, to man. be picking up and fucking around oh, with? Man. It sounds like a bit of a pain in the ass to me. Well, that's what we're here for, man. We I, gotta figure this shit out and give like yeah. solid rules to our listeners yeah. so that they know what to choose. You know, we <laughs> take the pain right in the ass so you guys don't have to. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so something that I'm just legit stoked about is these two new scopes. Oh yeah. These are just like all upside. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. So I I did get to try both of these very briefly earlier. Oh nice. So the two new ones we've got a 3x and a 6x and it's interesting cuz they're kind of analogous to the old the 4x and the the 8x. So mm, yeah. the 3x is fixed meaning you can't zoom. It's got an illuminated reticle of course and the reticle's new, totally different. It's got hmm. this kind of like cross slash telephone pole pattern to it where it's hmm. got a crosshair and then um, successively smaller lines below it. Um, okay. Says my memory, which is flawed. And then that's, you can pick it up in the world. And then the 6x scope is variable zoom, 3 to 6x magnification. So obviously the better one to have. Yes. Right? Because you can go all the way down to 3x and it goes all the way up to 6. And this has a style that's very similar to the 8x. Okay. uh, In terms of the crosshair style. Very small red dot in the middle and just standard crosshair. I, I'm just going to go ahead. I haven't even played with this yet, but I'm going to go ahead and say that this is my new candidate for favorite scope right here. Oh, it's it, so good. It I, just seems yeah. like the perfect level of scope that you want to have on a long range scope. Yeah. I mean, you know, clearly if you're in one of those like long distance Miramar situations, maybe you want the eight or the 15, but yeah. I feel like for most of your game, this is going to be a scope. Mm-hmm. So I I'm mean, in really Miramar, I'd be happy to have an 8X still. But yeah, I think sure. this is probably custom built for Savage. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, although interestingly, um, I I wonder if we're going to be able to put these on ARs. Yes, we will. Yeah. Okay. Because it only it mentioned it was excluding eight X and up. Eight X so. and up. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So that's exciting then. Yeah, I think this is going to be the perfect scope range to use for an AR. Now another question is whether or not we can put the 6X on the M16. Mm. Right? Cuz we could have the 8X on it before. So yes. I wonder if they're still going to like exclude it. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, or or maybe on the DP as well. So, yeah. we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm j I can't wait to get my hands on these scopes. I feel like, you know, it's this is this is opposite of the way I feel about grips. I just want them to shower scopes on this game. I'll pick them all up, I'll use them all. I love scopes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Keep them coming. All right. Um we can now change the reticle style and color on the red dot, hollow sight, and two X using the page up and page down keys on the PC. I have no idea how you do that on Xbox. But you can change it now. So that's cool. It looks like there's yeah. four different patterns for the red dot and hollow. Yeah. Um, which is just a dot, a chevron, kind of a, a crosshair that's lacking a dot in the middle and is lacking the top bar. Mm. 
and then a full crosshair with four bars and one dot in the middle. So yeah, that's awesome. Like that this is, is awesome. this is just kind of standard in games now in any first person shooter to have customizable reticles, right? Right. And usually you would customize them in the lobby or in your like kind of player menu, but here you just use a button to toggle it in game. So do you think that this is rendering the hollow side obsolete? That's what mm. I'm curious about. You're saying, oh, yeah, that's right. Because the main argument for it before was the red dot has that large splotchy dot which can obscure targets at long range. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like the the last option they show in the little cycling animation, it's a cross with a dot in the middle. I feel yeah. like that's very similar to the current hollow site, but better in my really? opinion. Really? I don't... I. My impression from looking at this is that it looks a little fuzzy still. Mm, um, okay. That the re- the holographic has this really crisp feel to it. Yeah. And these still look like this kind of fuzzy projection. Mm-hmm. And so it's... But it's it's a much smaller difference now. Yeah. I, th- I think that the red dot... that Making that argument for the hollow definitely holds less water now. I, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I'm just interested to see how it's going to change that dynamic Mm -hmm. for sure. So yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on these scopes. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's just move through these boat and swimming things real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, So boats will now sink when they're destroyed. That's realistic. And they've decreased maximum submersible time from 35 seconds to 15 seconds. So water camping is going to be much less of a thing now. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really great. You'll also take more damage per second when you're out of air in your lungs. How much more? So 10 damage per second up from four, which is a massive increase. Okay. Yep. And they've also increased the delay for breath recovery time from one to four seconds. So basically, guys, they do not want you hanging out in the water. If you're the kind of person who was in the habit of swimming from the main Erangel Island to the South Island, Mm -hmm. bad idea now. Mm -hmm. Just... I wouldn't recommend no more it. water camping. Which, yeah. like, I was kind of surprised at how much time you could spend in water before. Yeah. It seemed like the game was cracking the whip on a lot of different things, and it was like, but you could just hang out in the water. It's like, oh, all right. <laughs> Endlessly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm stoked to see this, because it's not a cool strategy. No, it's not. And I've done it before, but I've never been, like, really proud of it, you know? Yeah. Where I'm like, all right, I'm water camping until this, like, settles down, and that guy goes behind a rock. I never tell my friends later, like, yeah, I water camp for like two minutes and then I jumped out and shot the guy in the back it was awesome who you don't feel good about that like you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah especially when someone's raining bullets into the water and you're just taking no damage I mean it's yeah it's like designed for cheaty shitty campy play you mm-hmm. know so the reason for that was probably they're trying to get into esports here soon yeah in the summer yeah, and the the prospect of there being a bunch of water campers is just that's yeah, embarrassing. Not fun. Yeah, not fun at all. That makes the game look bad. So. Yeah. All right, map selection. This is. I mean, hey, let's let's do this again. And now, ladies and gentlemen, and other people, we have map selection. Da, da, da. This is huge. We've been waiting for this forever. So now you can you can put it on all, or you can just select one. Mm-hmm. Um, this is. This is huge. I'm stoked about this. Mm-hmm. 
I think I'm I, still going to leave it on all. What? I think most of the time, but I think when I have seven Miramar matches in a row, that's when I'm probably going to start touching this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they've added an option to adjust vertical mouse sensitivity. So that's cool. Mm. And you can now change the hotkey you use for reporting a player during killer spectating. So mm. if you were waiting for that, there you go. This seems like a weird one, the, the vertical sensitivity factor. And I'm trying to think why we would do that. And at first I thought you might want to decrease it. If you didn't, if you were trying to do quick aiming and you found that you were like swinging your mouse and accidentally aiming too high or too low. Mm. But... I think this could actually be used... You might want to increase your vertical sensitivity to help with recoil control. I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah I think that's what they're thinking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. It can it can also be a thing for headshots, so... Uh-huh. Yeah. I'll be interested to mess with this and see if it matters to yeah. me or not. I might increase it just a little, see what happens. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So, um, they've made some more changes to Miramar. I don't think we really need to get into this. Um, they've just continued to, they've removed some buildings from crowded places and they've added some cover in not crowded places. Mm-hmm. Uh, as also as the interiors of certain buildings have been simplified. Basically, they're just transferring Miramar over to the mobile version is what they're doing. And then there's a shitload of bug fixes, which I don't think we really need to get into. Uh, I am sad. It looks like they're reducing the uh, space shuttle <laughs> space shuttle takeoffs of motorcycles and yeah. other vehicles when the motorcycles collide with them, yeah. which has been like one of my main selling points for this game. Yeah, but like it's true. <laughs> what are it's, we gonna do now, boys? Know, I'm really sad about this. You, you can't rocket ship people with grenades. You can't rocket ship people with motorcycles. Yeah. I don't know, man. I know. They just need to put an actual rocket ship in this game. Yeah, it can't all be good days. No, jetpacks. Jetpacks. That's what we need. This is the first ever patch that I've seen where the the patch trolls were actually happy about it. No way. So now if you look down, you actually see a bunch of trolls saying, thanks for the update. What? (laughs) No way. Which I think is a milestone. I have to see this. This I mean... Just just, just take that in for a moment. If I were Brandon Green, I'd like probably like sit down, take a deep breath, and then pop a bottle of champagne. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you've pleased the internet trolls, yeah, like, man. This, is, this is like lifetime achievement. This is stuff. ascendancy yeah. happening. This is right like here. die happy kind of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, we have arrived. This game is officially all right. Mm-hmm. It is a good day. Yeah. Embrace it. Good day for PUBG. So a piece of news I'm excited to announce this week is we have picked up our second endorsed winner winner streamer. So I'm very excited to tell you guys that Skills and Thrills Skills and Thrills is our new winner winner endorsed streamer. Yeah, yeah. And so we've been shouting this guy out a lot lately because he's just been totally rocking it. Um in addition to running a great stream and being a great guy, he's really contributed a lot to our community. Mm-hmm. And we're actually going to be trying to work on getting him a little more involved with our custom games as well. So, um, yeah, just you know, give him a shout-out next time you're on the Discord. You can go and watch his stream. That's mixer.com forward slash skills and thrills. And he's just a really cool guy. He's very welcoming. He loves PUBG. 
and it's a great way to play with a just an awesome dude on a stream so yeah welcome skills we are really looking forward to working with you glad to have you man let's play some games do we have to cover anything else no i think that's gonna wrap it up man okay i guess next week we're gonna talk about miramar a bit and should we do close quarters combat next week since we were gonna do that this week and got sabotaged by awesome updates yeah we'll see if we get derailed again (laughs) this is just so you guys know we've been trying to do this episode specifically for like maybe six weeks it's now. insane yeah like we, we want to talk about the ump and the vector but yeah now it sounds way more boring than everything else that's happening <laughs> it's i really think that there are forces out there that don't want us to discuss this yeah so i think we're keeping the space-time continuum intact by avoiding this conversation yeah so all right well let's just keep that going and... yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep so um yeah once again guys we would really love it if you could just get your buddies into the discord so we can have some really dope uh custom games i think that's what we want i would imagine that's what you want too so just let's mobilize this thing i'm really excited about it yeah yeah so once again get your get your calendars out and jot yourself in there on our get on our discord 6 p.m tuesday 6 p.m wednesday and get your friends over there and i'll say that the challenge for this next week should be to play a cowboy game meaning winchesters and shotguns and pistols only okay which you can do here at winner winner yeah maybe maybe we'll figure out how to make that happen (laughs) yep exactly so yeah so if you want to join our discord you can find a link for that in the show notes uh you can also hang out in our uh, Reddit, which is just a good other place to go if you don't like Discord or if you like Reddit. Mm-hmm. You can always email us at winnerpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, if you're feeling generous and you'd like to get your question featured on our show, you can do that via our Patreon, which you can also find a link for in our show notes. Yeah, and if you like uh, the intro music and the outro music for our show, that's done by Gazelles, and you can find them in our show notes. All right, well, that's going to cover it for this week. We will look forward to catching you next week. All right, toodaloo.